Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today is going to be a really chill, laid back episode. I wanted to just do a personal update episode, just fill you in on what I've been up to, what I've been working on, because there's just been a lot in the works and I feel like I haven't really done one of these in a while. I'm recording this right before I head off to London, which I'm really excited about. I've never been before. So I'm going to be there for a bit. And uh, yeah, I just, I honestly can't wait. I feel like the last month has been really busy. I was in Joshua Tree for a bit and then I went away to work on my book. And we've just had so much going on with products, books, upcoming events, retreats, all of that fun stuff that I have just been in constant motion, you know, and I feel as interesting as it is, I feel like going to London is actually really going to ground me. So I've been talking a lot about how I have massively cut down on caffeine and it's helped me just feel a lot better. And I want to give a shout out to some of the products that have helped make that transition super easy, including Organifi Pure. I know I talk about green juice all the time and it's a daily staple for me, always will be, I'm obsessed, but Organifi Pure, I feel like doesn't get enough love. It's a clinically proven cognitive enhancement lemonade designed for increasing your mental focus instantly. You just mix it with water and you're good to go. It's all natural, 100% USDA certified organic. It contains 11 superfoods and compounds for brain health and mental performance. And I seriously immediately notice a difference. I love that it gives me that mental clarity without any of the jitters or other effects from caffeine. Organifi Pure contains ingredients like lion's mane mushroom, which we know is incredible for helping to increase neurogenesis in the brain. Neurogenesis is the creation of new brain cells. I have talked about lion's mane a lot when it comes to improving cognitive function and focus and memory. Pure also contains Neurofactor, a compound isolated from organic coffee berries. Clinical research shows that it increases BDNF up to 206%. BDNF is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, a protein in the brain that's responsible for increasing memory, learning, and the survival of brain cells. But here's the thing. It just tastes really good. Like if you like the taste of lemonade, it tastes like a tart lemonade that's not overly sugary. It tastes so good. I love to have it in the morning. I just immediately get this mental clarity. I feel sharp. I feel on point. If you ever watch me on YouTube and I seem extra spicy, I probably had pure before I jumped on camera. So pure has been top of my list and I'm going to give another shout out to Organifi. Harmony, pure is the cold drink. Harmony is the warm drink. I have this every single day. It's this amazing cacao blend. It just tastes like hot chocolate. I literally just mix it with hot water and it's designed to help balance and support your hormones. If you've been dealing with any PMS symptoms or any other signs of hormonal imbalance, check this out. Or if you're just a chocolate addict like me, because Let's be honest, I would drink this even if it didn't have healthy ingredients. But Harmony has ingredients like maca, cacao, obviously, chase tree berry, shatavari, stinging nettle, like everything my acupuncturist wanted me to take separately. So I love that I can have it really conveniently all in this beverage that I would want to drink anyway. And I want to highlight this because I've been talking to a lot of people in my community who have been expressing that their periods have been really bizarre in the last year or so. There's a lot shifting vibrationally and with the planets and you know the whole other conversation but periods being off and weird and weird PMS symptoms even when you're doing everything quote right has been just really common and drinking harmony consistently for me has really just helped to regulate my body and I feel so much better when I do plus it tastes amazing so if you want to get your hands on harmony pure or any of Organifi's other incredible products because Organifi makes up 90% of what I put into my body, just head to Organifi.com slash CTC. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC. And that code will get you 20% off. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm also going to be there during my birthday. My 28th birthday is coming up, which is very exciting. Well, you know, one of my birthdays, the other one's in July. (laughs) My original birthday is on April 6th, so I'm really pumped. And it's interesting because usually every year leading up to my birthday, I am just like really in reflective mode. I'm thinking about a lot of the lessons from last year and what's happened. And for me, I feel like the last two years have really just blended together into a giant one. And 
I'm turning 28. So when I think about turning 28, I mean, started my Saturn return. I'm honestly not worried about it. Like worrying about it isn't going to help. My astrologer friends all tell me that it's going to be, I mean, it is what it is, you know? So I don't know. I'm really excited to be 28. I've always felt intuitively like from 28 to 30 are going to be like really amazing years for me, like really abundant years. And I'm already feeling that. Like I just feel like in the last few months I've been feeling the energy opening up. I mean, I'm in my eight year right now. 2023 is my eight year. And I feel that it's just like a, an energy of abundance, uh, in, in all areas. So I'm feeling really good going to 28. And when I think about like I don't know what the last year has really meant for me. I mean, I'm trying to even think about what's happened. I don't know. I feel like from 27 to 28 was just so fast. Like it was just so fast. I guess the main thing that happened was I published, I published pain, love and purpose, which was great. I just feel like it was a year about pulling my shit together, like personally gathering my shit together. And I, I think for a long time, I was like really focused on my career and business and had a lot of goals in that area. And I I mean, I still do, but I feel like the last year and a half has just been such a personal transformation process for me and really like reading to know myself and reevaluating what I really want. And a lot of relationships have changed and yeah, I don't know. I just feel like a really different person. And I feel like this last year was really me getting to know myself again and going back to a lot of my roots in certain ways. So it just felt like really personal. And it's kind of odd because I always feel like I look back on a year, like whenever it's my birthday, I look back on the past year and I feel like there was a word or there was an energy or a big theme. And I don't really feel like that. Like I actually think like being 27 was the fastest year of my life. I always felt like 27 was going to be an amazing year. I've like always wanted to be 27. And it just felt like the word that comes to mind is like transition. Like it was just transitionary. There was just a lot of like, I mean, I don't like this, but it was just kind of a lot of live, like living in response um, more so than it was creating. But that was just the phase I was in. And I really wish I had something more profound to say about this because I always feel like, you know, when it's my birthday, I have lots of profound thoughts because I'm deep in self-reflection. But and obviously I have a lot of things I could say, like um, just with different relationships changing. And I've learned a lot with friendships and romantic partnerships. You know, what I will say, I think like maybe that's what I'll reflect on. I'm literally just coming up with this right now as we talk. I would say I have learned a lot I always do. But with friendships, like the big thing for me that I've gotten firmer on than ever before is that I'm really just unavailable for unreciprocated relationships. Like I'm just really unavailable for it. And I think what's really hard is like, I mean, I see people on a soul level, which I love about myself. It's one of my gifts. I can really see people. And, and I think sometimes I can give a lot of like free passes because I know that's not really who they are or, you know, they didn't really mean it. I don't know. But I think I've just really learned to pay attention to the red flags early on, even though I know that people can rise and people can change, but I have to look at how they're actually showing up and like the truth of how they're showing up in the 3D and what actions they're taking, because that's going to tell me more than anything else. I'm also, I've also really learned this year to, I mean, this goes along with it, but just paying attention to, of course, you know, who's not reciprocating fully, but also who, who is really expanding me. And I just realized where I had gotten really comfortable in certain relationships that were keeping me stuck. And I think it's a really tough pill to swallow for all of us. And it's true for me too, when I love somebody, but I'm realizing that when I spend a lot of time around them, like I'm starting to think like them too, because I'm around that energy and I then don't like some of the ways that I'm viewing things. And I'm like, whoa, that was weird. That was really like scarcity mindset or something. That's not me. And I think, where did I hear that? Where have I heard that before? You know, so I've just become really aware of, of how protective. Uh, I don't really like that, that word, but it is what it is. I want to be over my fields. Pristine, I want to be with my fields for sure in relationships, I have realized just with like romantic relationships and partnerships, 
I mean, I just think that I've like, God, it's crazy to me how you can just manifest exactly what you want. Like it's, <laughs> it's insane. And I feel like relate romantic relationships for me are my biggest growth edge. Like it's where I learn most of my lessons. And for me, it's been a really great learning opportunity this year of what it feels like to actually be fully reciprocated and feel fully seen and fully supported. And I think a big thing that came up for me this last year was letting myself experience what it felt like to be like taken care of emotionally, you know, and, and for me, that's something that for a lot of my life, it never really felt like I am, I take care of a lot of people and I, I'm just saying an energy, like people have definitely taken care of me before, but I think for me to just really emotionally receive that has been one thing. And, um, I think this year I really kind of cracked to allow myself to fully, fully receive the love that people want to give me and, you know, also to attract people who really can reciprocate. But I think, you know, I look back on a lot of my life and I was really closed off to actually receiving a lot of that love and I would push people away and I just had a lot of trust issues and, and things like that. And so I feel like this year I've really broken through a lot of those patterns and, just feel like so much more myself than I, than I have in such a long time. So it's been really, it's been really beautiful there. I feel like in the last year, I've just come full circle on a lot of things that once again, it feels like coming back to my roots, like things that I used to do when I was a lot younger that I kind of gotten out of the habit of. I mean, even certain like products and foods I used to eat when I was little, like I've come back to a lot of that this year. And I have also, I gone back to things like, like, like writing, like had really gotten out of that, just writing for myself or reading, reading fiction. I had gotten out of that, like all those little things. I just feel a lot of energies of even this morning I was, I was making breakfast and I was like, this is so weird. I feel like I'm like 15 year old me. Cause I used to make this breakfast, <laughs> things like that. And I've felt just like kind of a lot more like myself, to be honest, the more I go back to things that I just intuitively did when I was younger, before I like knew too much or overthought a lot of things. Um, so it's been coming back to myself. It's been transition. It's been really anchoring into like, I guess the new me and getting to know that version of me and really kind of relearning myself and what I really want, what feels good for me. It's been a totally different way of operating through the world. You know, if you listen to my podcast about the walk-in and the new birthday, new birthday, who this, like, (laughs) I, it's been a really intense experience, like navigating, like having these very opposite energies in me and both are true. And, you know, there's this card in the spirit animal Oracle deck that's like this and that are true. And I feel like I'm just like living that experience of like this and that are, are true. Like really just like living as a contradiction of like, oh, I'm quad left and I'm quad right in human design at the same time. And how does that play out? So I've just been really experimenting a lot this year, experimenting in every direction. Um, and yeah, it's been, it's been good. I'm excited to be 28. I have been really paying attention to a lot of my health habits and behaviors. And I wanted to share some things that, um, I've been really enjoying recently. So I actually have one of the things that's made the biggest difference for me right now has been, I don't like to say cutting out caffeine, but I have basically stopped, you know, for a long time, I didn't drink any caffeine because I was too sensitive. Then when I started drinking King coffee, I was like, Whoa, I can tolerate this. And I love coffee. So I've been drinking King consistently for a few years. I love King, but I don't know. My body was just like saying it didn't want caffeine. And so I cut it out and I felt immediately a lot better. And now I have it like maybe once or twice a week. I just don't have it every day anymore or some weeks, none at all. But for me cutting out caffeine and that's been, um, not just coffee, but just like, I'm, I'm good with matcha, but also cutting down on cacao, um, cacao and coffee have been the main things. And 
I know what you're thinking. It's could be moldy, but it's mold free. It's like, I, I really don't think it's that thing. It's more of just a frequency thing that has been actually really helping my um, brain. <clears throat> and which is interesting. I feel like people lean on caffeine to make their brain work better. I feel like it doesn't, it does the opposite for me. I've also been leaning a lot more into more grounding foods recently. Um, I've been adding in a lot more protein and I feel good there, which like when I tried to eat this way, like had I tried to eat this way, like last year, I would have felt like a piece of shit. So I don't know. I'm just like really a living example of, you know, I'm a big believer and I don't stick to one diet. I feel like, you know, we ebb and flow and change and for me personally, my diet is really affected or it really depends on what my channeling and what I'm doing with my work. And basically for a while, I just really needed to be like eating mostly raw. It was more plant-based foods where I was, cause I was downloading all this consciousness and shifting so much. And now everything's trying to get really anchored in. So I'm doing a lot more protein, a lot more like grounding foods to really anchor in, you know? So I've been doing a lot of that. I've been really paying attention to like crystals and using crystal technology, um, putting things like shungite around my water. I'm using shungite plates for my phone. That's been really helpful. So I'm doing a lot with like black tourmaline, shungite, EMF protectors. Um, I'm just like really on that bandwagon. It's honestly made a huge difference. If you're in front of a screen all day, that blue blockers, I use bond charge it's great. I'll put the discount code in the show notes because I don't remember <laughs> what it is. And um, also like changing my desk because I have tech neck, things like that <laughs> have been really helpful. I wanted to give a shout out to something that I've really been loving. It's an Anagi crystal and it's being sold through the Astrology Co., which I'll talk about in a second. But this crystal, like is so powerful when you're just around it. And I, I really pay attention to things like I notice a difference with. There's a lot of sh- stuff I try in the spiritual, in the wellness space, the spiritual space, the health space. You know, I try everything. I'm just a giant experiment. There's a lot of stuff I try that I just feel like doesn't really, I don't really notice a difference. Like, and so when I notice a difference, I notice a difference. I'm going to put, I'll put a link below and I have a discount code. It's CTC10 for 10% off of these. They are in my opinion, a very worthwhile investment, but basically the, these have been treated with some type of like very unique quantum energy technology that basically makes it have a higher and stronger frequency than regular crystals. And it holds that higher frequency and it basically permanently increases the energy of the crystal and, and changes the structure of the atoms. When you're around this, it shifts the structure of your water molecules in your body, which were mostly water, and basically restructures them so they're perfectly in alignment and harmony. And you feel different. I have been putting this next to myself for work. I want to talk about that because I've been obsessed with expanding time and productivity and all this stuff, which I'll get to what I've uncovered. But this crystal, like I literally put this next to my desk, my, into, next to my desk, I can say that next to my desk this morning and the amount of work I got done in like two hours was probably the amount it would take me usually in a week. This thing is real deal. I've been putting it next to me when I sleep. I feel like I sleep so much better. It's been amazing for my nervous system. Um, I just feel like it opens up all my spiritual gifts more. I love this thing. We've been talking a lot in the channel collective about the nervous system. And I know a lot of people are going through a lot of big transitions. And when it comes to manifestation, when it comes to opening up your intuitive gifts, just life, like regulating your nervous system is key. (laughs) We would all respond a lot better, uh, and have a lot better results with everything we're doing. If we had really regulated nervous systems and there's just so much in the field, that's overstimulating, which is a huge thing. I just realized last year and I've really been moving slowly, but surely because I've been so aware of how things are impacting my my energy field and trying to figure out like why I felt so overstimulated, you know? So I absolutely love this crystal. You can check it out if you are interested. I also have just really been playing around with, you know, a lot of the stuff the guides say around like, uh, changing routines and how do we collapse and expand time? And 
noticing like what my high energy times of the day are. And so I've really realized the more I lean into my caves environment and human design, the more productive I am, the better I feel, the more my nervous system feels really regulated and I just get a lot more done. And that's a big reason why I get so much more done early in the morning or late at night. And so I'm starting to play with like making sure that when I want to be creative or basically anytime I'm doing quote work, like, which I always need to be creative or when am I most in my flow? Like when am I most connected to the guides, all of that. I mean all the time, but there are just certain times of day where I'm like, yeah, this is the vibe. It's always when it's dark. So playing with changing my environment so that it's darker as much as possible, uh, waking up and like actually first thing, you know, I used to always have my morning routine and fill my own cup and then jump into whatever I was going to wanted to do that day, uh, for the business. And I've actually been playing with like just immediately kind of rolling into business stuff. And I've been like so productive and really inspired and feeling really good. And I have been playing with like moving my exercise and movement more toward later in the day. And I've just found like shifting my schedule and playing with doing things at different times of the day has been really helpful for me and has helped my brain work a lot better. Like I literally feel like when I try to do things at the wrong time of day for me personally, my brain just stops working because the guides will be like, no, go over here. And I kept finding myself having things on the calendar or planning to do things. And it was like, my brain would just go fuzzy and I was, or I wasn't inspired, or I would suddenly have all this inspiration to do something else, something totally different. And it just felt like really frustrating. And so I found that I have found that waking up and kind of structuring my day from there has helped me a lot. I know not everybody can do that. Um, I have found that actually a lot of days I like having like a school schedule. Like I think about when I used to wake up for school and I'd wake up like early and then go to school from like seven, seven thirty eight to like three or four. And then I came home and just like did my thing. And I'm almost like playing with moving my day that way or stacking it the other way where I'm like, it's very night heavy with like my creative flow. So then I'm just spending the entire morning just like being lazy and doing my own personal stuff. And then, and then I get this burst of inspiration and I can just flow through my whole evening. So I just really noticed that it's affecting my brain uh, and my energy levels. Like when I'm doing things with aligned timing and it's just my body's way of telling me like try this look over here all of that which has been helping me be really just a lot more creative so I'm feeling a lot more inspired which leads me into just some fun projects so updates super excited oh where do I begin so first of all I will mention this year because I probably won't mention it on any other podcast, but I shut down readings for a while, uh, really just only working with people I had already been working with here and there. And I am going to be opening them up again, but I am going to basically just be opening up slots week by week as I feel inspired. So once again, I've been playing with innovating the business templates and feeling into like what kind of containers and offers to just feel really good for me where I don't feel like I'm being pulled back into 3D stuff. So basically I am going to be opening up readings again. So like intuitive readings, energy work. Um, I have an offering for a soul blueprint, which is human design, numerology, and astrology combined with intuitive guidance. So we look at those like high level for an all-encompassing reading. I'm going to be really limited in how many of those I open up. And yeah, there's different intuitive reading offerings. Um, You can do a card reading, all that fun stuff. So I'm opening up readings again. I am opening up sessions as I feel guided each week or even sometimes each day. So check my stories too, because there might be some days where I just wake up and I want to open up some sessions and I will post there on my website. You can sign up to get notified if I open up sessions that week or that day and get an email and then book in first. It's just going to be like first come first serve. And that will allow me to kind of stay in my flow with what needs to get done. So I'm excited about that. I also have some different 
group containers coming out. I'm going to, I'm planning on releasing my first like fully, fully, fully. Everything I do is channeled, but fully like trans channeled um, offering. And it's going to be super powerful. And there's just been a lot that my guides have been telling me they want to release, that they want to do. And to be honest, I have just been waiting because I have been trying to catch up with everything I had already opened up and had already started. And I just needed to get to a place where I felt like stabilized within myself. And there have just, there's just been a lot of like behind the scenes work being done. Um, and it's a lot to manage. It's a lot to manage. So yeah, I'm excited to finally be opening things up. Stay tuned. We will have a high enrollment in the next few months again, if you have been interested in becoming an energy healer. That's going to be amazing. I love a high. Remember, psychic development course is a prereq. So stay tuned for all of that. I have been, my whole team has been very focused on products. <laughs> so getting products out there, quartz products. You can go to the link in the show notes, link in my Instagram bio, or quartzshop.com, Q-R-T-Z-S-H-O-P dot com to get on the wait list and be the first to find out when we officially, well, you guys will know when we're launching, but you'll get first dibs. I wouldn't be surprised if these sell out. We got limited stock. I wanted to see how things ran. Um, so I do anticipate a lot of things getting sold out pretty quickly. Um, and yeah, we've been working on a lot of products at once. I've learned a lot through this process. I'm still learning a lot through this process. It's been a huge growing experience for me, for sure. I mean, working with products is like just so different than a service-based business. It's completely different. And there are a lot of pieces that I feel like in some ways allow me to be a lot more creative. It's just really feeding this part of me that I don't always get to lean into, just like with design and voice. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot more playful for me. Like I have so much fun writing content for the Instagram. If you guys follow us on Instagram called my spiritual humor, I think is funny, but just the creativity piece is super key for me. And I just really wanted to create a line of products that are things that I use. Like I use in my everyday life, sweatshirts, I wear, um, spiritual tools that, that anyone can just implement, you know? So it's really just meant to be like, this is stuff I use and stuff I want to create for myself, you know, like mugs I've literally created for myself and people come to my house and I'm like, how can I get this? Or when I wear my sweatshirts, people are like, literally ask me like, where is it from? How do I get it? I'm like, I literally just made this for myself. So I'm really excited. We have quite a few different options for products. Um, you know, we've got necklaces, we've got affirmation cards, we've got all kinds of stuff. You'll find out more as we as we go, um, sweatshirts are amazing, but it's just a lot of like, it's been such a long process. And I think I've kind of gotten, I'm used to the, the quicker gratification of a service-based business because it's very much like I'm in control. If I want to create something, I, I can create it and put it out there and I get to pick the timeline and everything. And I've definitely with this, you know, I've, I've had to just release the timeline and I have a lot of people who always act like, well, when are they coming out? Like, and people are just excited. And I'm like, I don't know. And, and people are like, well, why not? And I'm like, well, I didn't, I'm not putting a timeline on myself because a lot of it's just out of my hands. A lot of it is, you know, it's communication, um, with manufacturers. It's like, you know, you send an email, it takes like a week to get back. And, you know, there's, we send the design, it gets put on it. I, I get mailed the product. Now it's been like six weeks and there's something wrong with it. So then we got to, you know, go back to the design portion. It's one email a week. It's like the, all that kind of stuff. You know, what, the more people that you're involving, um, just the slower things can go sometimes. And that's something like just within my main business as well, I've learned, which is why I keep my, my team smaller um, because I, I learned earlier on, I had more people who were helping me, but so I had more people helping me. There was so much 
lag time. It just felt unnecessarily in terms of communication. It was like for one thing to get done that just felt very simple. It took like a week but by the time everybody like talked to each other and communicated and was on the same page. And I was like, this is faster if I just have one, you know, like one conversation, not 20. So anyway, it's just been a lot of it hasn't always like, it's not up to me with, with the timeline. So I've just let myself let it be what it was going to be. And I'm still kind of just got to live in that energy and with, um, you know, supply and returns and samples and things like it's just been a lot of back and forth. And it's, uh, yeah. So I just feel like it's been a long time coming and I can't wait for these products to finally be released. I, I personally use everything and people always compliment the things that I've been wearing and using. So I'm just really excited because I've gotten really positive feedback and it feels cool for it to finally be, yeah, be in real life and be here and for all of you guys to be using these products as well that are just infused with all that good energy, all the high vibe. Um, you know, I feel like my, my, well, I know my purpose is to bridge the spiritual and the physical. Like I'm literally a medium between the two. I'm a channel between the two. Um, and we think about like bridging 3d and 5d and that's what to me, these products represent is like, how do I actually live this out, you know, and how do I make it fun? So it's that physical representation of the 5D uh, of like what I'm actually doing, which is why, you know, like just with everything I do with everything I channel, the things that excite me the most are the applicable portions. Like I love getting interesting information and insight and, but, but the stuff that I really like to tune into and the things that really light me up are things that feel like I can apply this and how, how am I going to see it work in my actual life? Like what is actually changing here, you know, and I've been playing with that in other realms as well. So products are coming out soon, which I'm really excited about. And I just appreciate all of the support and love and excitement around it from you guys. Uh, I can't wait to see how, how you like it. And, you know, I, I did what I always do and I bit off more than I could chew because that's just what I do. I was, it's just too much, you know? And so would it have been smarter to like pick one product and like release it and just, you know, do what was smarter? Yeah, probably would have been smarter, but I didn't do it that way. And that's just the way it is. So, uh, it's just kind of funny because I know that I really trigger like really businessy people, which is funny. Cause I, I mean, I can be very businessy. The thing, the thing is that, that triggers businessy people is that, that I am very businessy and that I know, I know. I'm like, yeah, I know what would be smart. I know it'd be strategic. I know what to do. I consult with a lot of people on the strategy. I get that. And I know that. And I make different decisions for my own life because what makes sense and what's strategic often doesn't feel like it's in alignment for me. And it just is what it is. And it's funny because I have so many very business-minded people in my life who, you know, I just can tell get very triggered (laughs) by choices I make, particularly because because they know that I know what they're going to say or what they think I should do. And I still choose to not because <laughs> it's my business and my life. So anyway, I don't know. I'm having fun with it and I'm excited for you guys to finally get your hands on. It just feels like such a long time coming. And yeah, I really appreciate the support. I've never, it's just such a labor of love. Let me tell you, it's such a labor of love not just me, lots of hands, lots of hands in the pot. Uh, and yeah, I think we're all, we're ready for this to finally be here. It reminds me a lot of books. Like you get in the middle of it and you're like, holy shit, I did not realize like all of this stuff that was going to be involved with publishing my book or launching a book. Like it's, it's, I understand why people's entire job is being an author. The same way I understand that, People's entire job is being a podcast host and people on the outside will look at things like this, like being a podcast host or being an author. And I think because they only see like the end result, they think in their head, oh, it's like an hour, you know, and, or or it's, you know, whatever they think, like, oh, you, you think of this product in your head, you bring it to somebody, like you find someone to make, it's like not that hard. And you don't realize all of the little moving pieces in it. And 
it's the same reason why a lot of people start podcasting because they think it's going to be easy and they realize how much work it is uh, and that it's it's not necessarily like it, there's there's a lot that goes into it, um, which, you know, if it's an alignment, it's not feeling like work. But I'm just saying that there's a lot of moving pieces. It, it, I can see why it's a full time job. But other people see people doing it and they make a judgment on what it will take and then they get in there like, oh, my God, I didn't realize it was like this. Well, I mean, it reminds me of content creation in general. How many people think that like content creators um, aren't worth whatever the rates are or all of that? And it's like, do you know how long it takes to produce high quality content? Like, uh, yeah, it's a full-time job. So anyway, I have learned so much and I'm so excited for this and I just appreciate all of the support and I just feel like I cannot wait for it to finally be released and I'm excited to see what products you guys love the most. And this is just like real stuff that I use, that I wear, um, and I love it. And so I feel really pumped about it and definitely follow us at QuartzCo on Instagram, Q-R-T-Z-C-O if you aren't already. So you can get all the updates and we can just have some fun over there. So recently I hosted my Connecting With Your Soul Purpose retreat, which was amazing. And obviously I had all of the beverages there, which meant like 20 boxes of Element. And we went through those boxes very quickly. And the uh, ladies there were saying that I should make my own little guide as to how I use Element. You guys know I'm obsessed with these electrolytes. Most electrolytes are filled with crap ingredients, to be honest. These are the cleanest electrolytes out there. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that extra stuff. And you know, I used to think that electrolytes were really just for athletes and they're not. If you are on a whole foods based diet at all, especially if you're low carb, but even when I'm not lower carb or keto, I still need a lot more electrolytes. If you're consistently active, which I know a lot of you here are consistently active, that doesn't have to mean full athlete, but if you're active and or if you are a light worker, if you are doing a lot of energy work, if you're doing a lot of frequency work, especially if you're any type of healer, like we are burning through a lot of light and you know, during the retreat, it was two days and we were just moving so much energy through everything we were covering. And everyone was like, holy shit, I need 20 packs of electrolytes today. If you notice that you have random symptoms like headaches, fatigue, poor concentration, constant cravings, fluid retention, leg cramps, you might have an electrolyte imbalance. I used to have all of those symptoms and I always thought they were connected to some bigger health issue. And then I just started drinking electrolytes and everything evened out. So it could be as simple as that. And Element tastes amazing. So here's a lowdown. My favorite flavors are the citrus salt, the watermelon, and some are between orange and raspberry. Hard for me to decide. I like all of those in cold water and start with less, like start with a quarter of a packet or half a packet until you get used to it or that might be all you need. Also, depending on how big your cup is, like I will use a full packet if it's a 32 ounce cup. But then the chocolate ones, which the chocolate medley is still available. You wanna drink these hot. And what I love about these is it's like hot chocolate without anything in it. Like it's actually bizarre how good this tastes. Honestly, it doesn't make sense to me. The mint chocolate, I drink pretty much every day in the evening. I just literally mix in hot water and it tastes amazing. You could add in nut milk if you want, but I actually don't usually do that. The chocolate salt and the chocolate caramel, you can also mix in with hot water, but I actually love to put these in with coffee or like a dandelion tea, chicory root tea, dandy blend, like something with that kind of profile. And it just tastes so amazing, especially if you do like the chocolate caramel with coffee. It's like this salted caramel latte without any syrup or sugar or any of that stuff you don't want. So the chocolate ones you want to drink hot. The rest are great cold and you could even mix in like you could do chocolate salt with raspberry and have like chocolate raspberry or chocolate orange. That could be really delicious too. Do not sleep on this. It's a game changer. I want to hear if you have any fun flavor combos as well. I'm always interested in figuring out new ways to drink my element. Whether you are a new or a returning customer, if you go to drinkelement.com CTC and use that code CTC, 
that will get you a free sample pack with your order. So it's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com slash CTC. You'll get a free sample pack with your order every single time. So you can try out all the flavors, add more to your collection. And Element does no questions asked refunds. So it's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you can get your money back and you don't even have to return the box. They seriously have the best customer service. So you literally have nothing to lose. Go to drinkelement.com slash CTC. Get your free sample pack with your order. Be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can see what your favorite flavor is. What else is going on? I'm excited because I'm going to be doing some collabs. Um, a couple quick things. I'm going to be doing some collabs with the Astrology Co., which I'm super pumped about. I love their monthly readings, and if you're the channel, if you're in the Channel Collective, um, they are now basically going to be, we're going to be partnering to do the monthly horoscope. So in the astrology section of the membership, if you're in the membership each month, you'll get a report for the month for the upcoming month's astrology, uh, which is amazing. And then you can dive deeper. And if you want, you can get a reading for your specific Zodiac sign. So I'm really excited about that partnership. I'm going to be doing some things with courts and the astrology co as well because you know i love readings i love horoscopes i love astrology but i'm not an astrologer so i'm really pumped about that and then the other thing is my next book so oh my god (sighs) please well you will listen to this not before i leave for london but i am hoping 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 that i finish all of the edits before I leave so that we can get this thing in motion. I'm really hoping that I can get this book out in the next few months. Um, yeah, you know, I channeled my next few books last year, like literally like last March, April, May, and I've just been sitting on them and I haven't reread them. And I was trying to edit the next book in the Monarch Being series. So the next book after Manifestation Mastery, which is all, all about love and relationships. And it just like, it was taking me a really long time and it was really slow and the stuff kept popping up. You know, I've been working on courts. I've been working on retreats and stuff. My current business behind the scenes, um, also the publishing house. So I've just been kind of doing a lot and I have another business that I'm working on that we haven't officially released yet. So I've just had a lot of things going on and it just kept getting bumped to the side. And then it came through that I was needed to do the other book first. So anyway, this this month I was quote editing, uh, <laughs> quote editing my next book, which was the next book I channeled. It was the book I channeled last March, which was kind of a random one that got thrown in there. And I'm very excited about this book, but it's definitely for a certain type of person. It's definitely like... <laughs> If you're here and you love the codes, if you love codes, you're going to love this. Um, I think Manifestation Mastery is a bit more, I don't know, palatable for the average person. But this book, I knew I was going to write for a while, you know, and then I got the directive to write it. And it is a channel text from... Melchizedek. If you know Melchizedek, he's a high priest. He's mentioned in different religious texts, but Melchizedek was the first um, being, I suppose, who I ever actually met like in physical form when I was really little. Uh, And this memory will stick with me for the rest of my life. And, you know, when I was little, I used to hang out with different light beings and spirit guides and everyone in my bedroom. And that was a very normal thing for me, but they were all in hologram form. So I, I don't, it's not seeing them in my third eye. I'm there. I'm seeing them in their non-physical form, essentially, um, around me. That was all very normal for me. But if I tried to like touch them, it would just be like, just my hand would go through it. And I was, um, yeah, I was in third grade and anyway, he was in my room 
Melchizedek. <laughs> he popped in my room, but he was very physical. Like I could tell. And I, it was really weird as, you know, I had a lot of paranoia as a kid. I was really afraid of everything. And I was always paranoid. Someone was in my room, like, because I was seeing a lot of scary stuff and I just had a lot of past life memories and all of that. I didn't realize it at the time. Anyway, I wasn't scared at all. This man with this long white beard, Melchizedek looks like Dumbledore. Okay. Like he looks like Dumbledore, but he's just like, this is very loving, but powerful presence. Uh, and I, as a kid was like, I thought it was Santa Claus, but he was very, he was thin, you know, and, and it was like, not exactly Santa Claus, like not the same beard. Beard is like long and thin white hair, and he, but he was just very loving. And just, I remember like pure love and he sat down next to my bed and I remember putting my hand up to grab his beard because I was like, are you real? I was like, and I remember saying out loud, I said, Santa, is that you? And I remember grabbing his beard <laughs> and he started laughing. Uh, I didn't like tug on it, you know, but I, I remember grabbing, I remember touching his beard. <laughs> this is so weird. I can't believe I was saying this. <laughs> um, and he sat there and he was laughing and then we were talking for a little bit. And he told me that he was one of my, he was a, he was his guide for me and he was there to teach me and take care of me. And he was going to be, he was one of my friends. Uh, and this sounds very weird if it was out of context, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, Melchizedek after that became just like one of my main guides and has been ever since, but like he was the first, he was the first being that I ever like saw physical, like came into the density, which was wild for me. Um, holograms, much more common. <laughs> so he's always been very near and dear to my heart and has been one of my main guides and teachers my whole life. And there came a point a while back where he said, he told me he wanted to channel his white tablets I was like, I don't know what the, what the hell that means. <laughs> he, he, and he just said that he wanted me to scribe his white tablets, that they would be crucial for ascension. They'd be activators for ascension. And they were about truth and aligning with truth. And that's really all the information I got. And around the same time, I, I, I heard about the Emerald Tablets of Thoth and I kind of got the, a similar idea. I was like, oh, okay. It's like the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. I haven't actually read them, but you know, it's all this information from Thoth. And I'm like, okay, I guess it's a similar thing. It's the White Tablets of Melchizedek. So I'm like, okay, this is very um, niche. <laughs> Uh, and since then, a lot of the Ascended Masters I work with have asked me to scribe certain things. So it's sort of like I'm getting all these writing projects from people to channel. Um, and yeah, so that's what I channeled last March. And it was a very activating experience. It took me about two and a half days to channel the book. It's shorter than Manifestation Mastery. Um, not, not crazy shorter. I mean, it's shorter. But there's basically, there's eight tablets, there's eight main sections, and each is a different activation code. <sighs> You're just going to have to read it, but let me tell you. You know, I channeled this, and I haven't reread it since I channeled it, and I, this month, went away and, and for a week and was, quote, editing it, which is really like, I'm rereading and I'm fixing all my spelling errors, that kind of thing. It is so... It is so dense. And I felt the same way when I started editing the Divine Love book, the second one after Manifestation Mastery, my first book. Like it was just taking, it took me like two hours to get through one page of my writing because it was just so dense. Like I was sitting there processing and this text is also very dense. So it's been a much, this has been just a much slower process for me than editing my previous two books. Obviously the poetry book was, well, it was more involved because I had to order all the poems, but Manifestation Mastery was quicker for me with the, with the quote edits. Uh, this is just a lot denser and it also was really activating me. And I, I think I had just underestimated how much it was going to activate me and affect my frequency and how I, how I felt. So I, I, you know, started editing it and I'm like in my vortex, but then I'm getting all of the stuff unlocking and I'm feeling exhausted and 
I just needed so much sleep and I was really slow. And you know, when you go through a ton of big activations and you just need to like rest and you like can't do anymore, like I couldn't edit with the same, at the same pace than I usually do because I was having so many activations that I had to just process and sit with. So it is a very powerful Ascension Activator. I will tell you this, this book, I am, I still have one more section to go through, um, like where I'm rereading it. And then I, and then I need to reread it like one or two more times, just all the way through, which will be much faster. But this, the bulk piece of rereading it and like processing it for myself, um, I'm hoping I can get done before I leave for my trip, which by the time you're listening to this, well, I guess we'll find out anyway, it's coming out soon. Even if I don't finish it, it's, it's going to be coming out soon. Cause I'm almost done editing and then, and then the rest of the process, um, hopefully we can get done in like two to three months. So I'm really excited about this book and I hope you guys are too. That's a little behind the scenes of where it came from. Um, yeah, it's just a little, just a side side project. So yeah, we'll, we'll find out. You're going to learn from Melchizedek about Ascension and accessing your inner truth, honor your inner truth. They're just all Ascension codes and it's a really powerful text and it's very like niche. And I think that's a big thing that I've had to let myself just like lean into of letting myself be like, go into all of my niche stuff and a lot of stuff that I channel, conversations I have, I, I just kind of keep to myself. And, uh, I don't know, because I like to share things that impact things in a way that more people can kind of understand or connect with, because I don't, I think a lot of people feel kind of like they can't fully connect with the spiritual space because of some of the language and all that. And I definitely do use some language that some people probably don't understand, but, um, in general, you know, I, I make things practical and applicable because that's how my brain works. And I like to explain things with different analogies and try and make things as understandable to more people as possible, because then we can all realize, oh, we're all kind of t- talking about the same thing. But, you know, a text that's just like a straight up, um, described like his white tablets definitely expanded me a bit. And I was, it, it was really cool for me because I remember after I, finished writing it, channeling it, I just was like, oh my God, I want my whole life to just be scribing. Like, I love this. I love it. I I mean, it's like, I'm just a translator. I'm not translating though, but I'm just like, it reminds me of the people in the courtroom, you know, who just write down, you type out everything that's being said. (laughs) It's like that, but with spirit guides and it's very interesting information and I benefit a lot from it. So that's what I've been working on. And I'm really excited. I think you guys are going to love this book. But, you know, I think about the last few years and, and I just really had to, I can be really hard on myself and I've just really had to learn to give myself grace and, and it's been helpful for me to every day just look at the things I've accomplished and look at what I've worked on because I can be hard on myself and, um, I don't know, like sometimes it it feels like externally there's not a lot moving, but there is so much that's happening kind of behind the scenes and so much you're moving through personally and so much, so many like bigger projects I've been working on. And so the last few years have felt like a lot of bigger projects I've been working on and a lot of foundational work to kind of like just set me up for a different energy moving, moving forward. So yeah, with all these books, you know, I have a lot written and now it's more of like editing and that side of things getting into products more and, you know, reopening up different, um, offerings so I can just really like live in my channel energy. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've been working on. Um, I'm trying to think, were there any other big updates I wanted to share about myself? Um, I do feel like I've been really, really interested in like the health conversation, I mean, I always am, but more than ever before recently, because I just, I can feel I'm getting vibrationally prepped for whenever I'm going to channel the next book, which I really doubt will be this year. If it is probably going to be in fall, but because I just have enough to do, but it will be the third one in the Monarch Being series. 
and it will be about the body. And I've just been learning a lot, like what they've been guiding me through. I've been learning a lot about healing and activating healing in the body and our body's own abilities to regenerate and different energetic techniques to heal the physical body. I feel like our physical bodies are really speaking loudly to us. And I feel like my viewpoint on a lot of things has just kind of like flipped on its head. I've been playing a lot with just like, I'll call them quantum energy techniques, quantum timeline techniques, a lot of like timeline techniques to promote healing or to manifest things. And it's been really fascinating. Um, If you're in a high, like I'm learning a lot from the guides about just more advanced techniques for like more advanced trainings, which I'm really pumped about. Um, But I want to say this, like, I feel like a big theme that's been just coming up when I think about pretty much all of the conversations that I have, it goes back to us being creators and remembering that we are creators, that we are co-creators and remembering how much power you do have and remembering the power of your intention and what you're deciding. Like, and where are we taking a step back and, and saying, oh, I'll just let the universe decide. Well, the universe is deciding with you and you are the universe. So like, what are you deciding? And you have a lot more power than you think. And working in the energetic realm is easy. It's effortless. It's intention. It's saying something and really, really meaning it. And when it comes to technique, you know, a lot of people ask me who, who are training to be energy healers or intuitives. And they ask me like, how do I do that? Like, how do you do that? How did, how did you like get that strong with that technique or whatever? And I'm like, you know what all of it is? It's conviction it's conviction. (laughs) Like that's how you move energy in the realm. That's how I can clear something. That's how I can activate something is I'm commanding it, not from a, you know, aggressive place. It's like, I'm deciding, I'm declaring, I'm convicted. And I know that I'm powerful and I know that it's happening. I'm not questioning myself, you know? And so what this also lends, what, what this also leads to is what have I decided I want to be true? What is the thing that I want to create? And have I actually given permission for that to happen? And when I say give permission for that to happen, that is in what I've said and also what what I'm making myself emotionally available for, vibrationally available for, and physically available for. So if I'm saying I want to manifest in love, but I'm never opening myself up to actually meeting new people. I kind of shut people down when they want to connect with me. I don't want to go to new events. I don't want to go on a dating app or I'm super afraid of emotional intimacy and I don't want to open up at all. I'm not actually giving permission for myself to create that in my life, to actually create love and feel love and receive love. If I'm saying I want to manifest money, but I'm not, I'm not opening up any portals to actually receive it. I am running away from money. I don't want to look at my expenses. I don't want to look at um, I don't want to look at money at all. I don't want to have conversations about it. Like I'm not emotionally available for it. I haven't even looked at that. I, and really like, have I put myself in the position to make the amount of money I want to make? Or what am I already anticipating is going to happen? <laughs> if I'm already anticipating, I'm not going to make, this is going to be really hard to do. It's going to be hard to make money this way. Then what do you think you're going to create? Or I can't make money with my job. It's going to be really hard. I'm not going to get a raise. If you're already bracing for that, what do you think is going to happen? So it's such a powerful thing. And I think I'm just constantly in awe of how powerful we really are and how these lessons keep popping up for me and just the things that the guides show me every day in my cosmic school. You know, they take me out in the astral and we do some stuff. Um... A lot of it just comes back to that theme of you are so powerful and it's your decision, (laughs) your conviction, and also like what you give permission to happen that allows it to happen. Like you are so, you're actually in control of so many things and we try and control from our egos and that's where we lose control. But it's really like, what are the choices I'm making? What are the beliefs that I'm holding on to? What am I saying out loud? What am I energetically available for? What am I holding on to that's not allowing me to align with what I really want or something better coming in? So remember that and ask yourself, the thing that I want to manifest, have I given permission for that to happen? 
in every way because that will shift a lot of things. So that's my little life update. (laughs) Giving permission also means asking for what we want. FYI. So let me know if this was helpful. (laughs) I'm really excited for you guys to get your hands on the new products, uh, which is, we're still like about two months out, but getting excited and yeah, you'll definitely want to get on the wait list if you want first dibs, because I do know that things will sell out most likely. So courtsshop.com link will be in the show notes and keep you updated on the new book. It's going to come out quick. Can't wait for that. All the fun things. Be sure to join us in the channel collective. Uh, if you want in on the astrology updates, all of the monthly calls, I'm doing a masculine feminine energy masterclass this month. If you want to join us for that, there's a free seven day trial too. go to Christina, the channel.com slash membership to check it out there. would love to see you in there. That's the best way, easiest way to work with me personally. And don't forget if you have a topic or a question you want discussed on the show or me to ask the guides about, go to Christina, the channel.com slash pod P O D and you can submit it right there. So I see it and it's all nice and organized for me. So thank you for that. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll chat with you again very soon.